0: YouTubers, thrill seekers, small gerbils, and people named Bob. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. It is I, your favorite social studies teacher, back in the saddle again for one more episode of the Professor Liberty Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, folks. As always, I really appreciate it. I'm grateful for all the support of you diehard followers, all couple dozen of you, out there across the Fruited Plain, listening to these recordings. And no, it's not just the United States. We have faithful followers in Australia. God bless you out there in Australia. Keep your heads up. Keep fighting for freedom. We got people in Japan listening, people in Norway and Sweden. I guess I'm pretty popular up there. I charted in the top 100 in Scandinavia. So just for a little pandering purposes... Please forgive me, but my grandmother was full Norwegian, so we are brothers. Anyways, today, just a reminder before we get started, if you want to email the show, the email is ProfessorLiberty1776 at gmail.com. Don't hesitate to send me your history, government, economics questions. You can throw a geography question in there from time to time. Your emails really do spark interesting topics for the show. You know, over these past eight months, we've discussed an array of social studies topics, history, economics, civics, and often in a way you would hear me teach in the classroom. I mean, you know, maybe a little tad more flamboyant for entertainment purposes, but you can talk to previous colleagues that have stepped into the magical world of Mr. Palumbo's class, and it's not that much different. We've discussed social issues, and we've tried to stay clear of partisan uh, rancor, and uh, though all of you know pretty much where I stand uh, on the political spectrum. But that's one thing I pride myself here at Professor Liberty. We can differ. We can have different opinions. Not everything is political. And I want to take this moment to to, uh, shout out to the to the followers on the Facebook page. You know, I've got some smart cookies that follow me on the facebook page and i think we've fostered a very courteous and uh, polite uh, uh community over there so if you're not part of the professor liberty facebook page please go and give me a like and give me a follow uh there's no trolling there i mean every now and then we get a you know you know what's weird is we get a troll a lot of times when i get a lot of new followers we'll get one or two trolls that just want to argue uh mr palumbo you know those kind and um uh, You know, they don't last very long because we don't we don't engage in that back and forth Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative uh, back and forth. You know, we are definitely center right, libertarian, conservative at Professor Liberty. But we want to unify around principles, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the importance of the individual, the importance of private property, the dangers and the miserable history throughout the century at least last century, of socialism. We want to unite around these things. And by golly, there's a lot more people in the center that your uh, phone and your internet and your TV is letting on. Just a couple of stats uh, over this past eight months. Well, we're going to call it a year, but we started in February. So eight months, nine months. The most listened to episode of the year 2021 was episode 43 The First Americans, The Shoshone, and The Ness Pierce, with 249 downloads. Now, downloads don't necessarily mean listens, but whatever, just go with it. The least listened to episodes were Episodes 5 and Episodes 59, respectively, with 43 downloads apiece. Now, Episode 55, that was Legitimacy, Governing, and Riots, Man, that was some good stuff. That's some deep, heavy political science kind of international relations stuff going on. Um, You know, maybe I was boring. Maybe it was too deep. Maybe it wasn't entertaining. I don't know. But that was a good one. And if you're you're learning international relations and you're learning political science, go listen to episode five. Episode 59 was called Poisonous Minds, (laughs) which I attempted to use. Uh, You know, I like using art, so I used a song. In this case, it was an old Elvis song. You know, Suspicious Minds, but I called it Poisonous Minds, and I tried to tie it into today. Whatever. My personal favorites are those early Motivational Monday episodes where we cut way back in those formative months. If you listen to them, I'd recommend episode 23, Two Words Everyone Hates, episode 1, Never Surrender, which was the episode that started this whole thing off, and it was off the top of my head, and the sound quality was crap, but it was like it was meant to be. And obviously there's episode two, We All Need Heroes. These episodes really give you a quintessential Professor Liberty feel. If you want to know what we're all about, listen to those episodes early on in the year. So today's episode, uh, the last one of 2021, is entitled... "'Tis the season to say Merry Christmas." And uh, I hope this makes some kind of sense. (laughs) Uh, I named it this because, you know, like everything else that seems to have anything to do with our ancestry, our national heritage, our values, our institutions of Western civilization, Christmas has somehow become controversial and offensive. Even the word Christmas has been kind of softly banned. You know, I was driving home from work, and a local politician, you know, election year right around the corner, fun. He put up a sign, and it said this, Happy Holidays and Happy New Year. Now, by that wording, you might be able to guess which party he's from. I'll give you 10 tries. But as I passed the sign, I thought, well, that's weird. Doesn't the word holidays include Christmas and New Year's? So why would you say Happy Holidays and New Year's separately? Why not just say Happy Holidays? What happened to Christmas? Well, we all know what happened to Christmas. The word holiday is used as a substitute, or frankly, you know, kind of this multicultural euphemism for Christmas. Well, then why did the word Christmas become so offensive? Well, we're going to jump into a little philosophy and theology today, and we're going to analyze American culture, especially as it pertains to the holidays. Obviously, Christmas has its foundations grounded in Christianity. But like all other holidays, or holy days, celebrated in the United States and other Western countries, Christmas can be completely secular. Families all over the country, in the next few days will celebrate Christmas religiously. Others will celebrate it completely secularly. And others will have a mix in between. Celebrating Christmas isn't this forced religious practice from a theocratic government. And Easter is the same way. There's a secular side to it. There's a religious side to it. The thing is, as we become more nihilistic as a society, and since nothing means nothing, or nothing has any real intrinsic meaning, and any inherit you know, any inheritance to traditional beliefs are now met with hostility. Now remember, nihilism is the belief in nothing. You can check that out in episode thirty-six, the rising tide of nihilism. But this nihilism is is the new religion. It's the new tradition. And 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 we're gonna get into this a little bit later. But you know, back to that secular religious side to these holidays. You know, one aspect of American culture that Tocqueville talks about in American Democracy, the one thing that was kind of unique and one thing that historians credit as one of our society's success is this idea of a public religion called Americanism. And in Americanism, you know, there's a lot of Christian underpinnings, but in general, the public is secular. I mean, it, it, like I said, there's a lot of Christianity underpinnings and, and traditions and values that, that kind of hold it together. But in the public sphere, it was very secular in the sense that you could be Jewish. You could be a Baptist. You could be, you know, the one thing you really couldn't be was an atheist. Uh, I'll just be honest. Back in the day, that was a no-no. But I mean, you know, today you can be an atheist. You could You could do all these things as long as you participated in the Americanism. The idea of freedom for the individual, limited government, and a faith in the Christian God. Now, this faith might not be a devout fundamentalist faith, but it was a broadly accepted acknowledgement. And this history of America goes all the way back to the pilgrims. You know, I often say in class, on the Mayflower, there was devout fundamentalist Christians, and there were people just along for the ride. Uh, You know, again, when you look at the second wave of immigration in the late 1800s, early 1900s, two reasons people came to the United States. It was economic and it was religious. Uh, This third way of immigration, I don't know if it's very much religious anymore, but it's certainly economic, economic freedom. And my point for this whole episode is we're losing these underpinnings as we continue to stare off into the abyss. You know, these secular humanists... And these nihilists are tearing down our institutions and our traditions. But here's the thing, folks. I want you to really think about this. They're not replacing them with anything. So instead of saying Merry Christmas, which has de- definable origins, it has definable meanings, it has background, it has ideals that, that go along with it, we say Happy Holidays, which means what? Which holiday? What holiday? Why should we be happy about this quote, "holiday?" So you see, they tear down the original and they give us this new thing that has nothing of meaning attached to it. This constant stream of vanilla meaningless that is invading our culture is destroying our children, ladies and gentlemen. I see it firsthand. Kids are depressed. they lack motivation. They're hurting themselves by cutting. They're suicidal. And I'm convinced one reason among many is that the culture is teaching them nothing. Science is telling them that they're cosmic accidents, which what's the implication there? An accident has no rhyme or reason. There's really no point to their lives. Science is also telling them that their consumption and their their driving their car is going to blow up the planet with global warming. And you have to give taxes to the government because the government's going to fix the climate, just like it's gotten rid of this virus. How's that going? History tells them that America is fundamentally flawed and racist. And depending on the color of their skin, they're either born an oppressor or they're born a victim. English and literature is pumping their minds with New Age stories instead of those American and Western classics. Those class They're called classics for a reason, classical education, classical literature, which would show them what is Western civilization, and it would show them how they are a part of it. Government talks about democracy, but few Americans can pass a citizenship test. Very few know the difference between a Republican or a Democrat. There's not much. And no one is learning about our tradition, our founding of limited government. I think that's the third time I've said this already. You know, and and as we don't learn about our past, the foundation of which our country was born, we slip further into tyranny because, you know, we've got to have that free stuff. Movies have no real heroes. There's no conflicts. There's no, there's no challenge to get over. It's just aliens and monsters and mythical beings that just want to destroy the earth. There's no clear morals to any stories. Music is all about how depraved one can be. Sports, there's no role models. The iPhone and other devices keep telling our kids and us, they keep keeping us in this constant dopamine fog. Now that sounds pretty depressing, doesn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, we can't continue to throw away everything. We certainly can't raise the next generation with meaninglessness and expect them to be motivated to live life. And what's the point of Christmas anyway? Yeah, it's the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. But, uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. Plumbo. Uh, Are you aware that uh, December 25th, Mr. Plumbo, wasn't Jesus's real birthday? Uh, so, you know, we're celebrating a made-up thing. True, Christ was probably born in springtime, somewhere around 4 to 6 B.C., but why does that matter? Christmas is about the birth of the Savior, but it's also about peace on the earth, goodwill towards men. What a great concept to celebrate. Why can't we celebrate that, religious or not? Why do you have to be religious to celebrate peace and goodwill? And why would a person be offended... If we talked about that in the classroom, for example, what's wrong with a statement? Imagine if I said this to the kids, okay? So I'm in front of a bunch of kids in my classroom, and I say this. Hey, kids, before you leave for Christmas break, I just want to say, let's, you know, really think about peace between nations, between individuals. Let's pray for peace. Let's think about peace this Christmas season. Let's try to remember the golden rule this Christmas season to treat others as we want to be treated. And let's forgive each other. And have patience with mom and dad and patience with your siblings this Christmas season. Have a Merry Christmas. I'll see you next year. Now, was anybody's religious rights violated during that statement? Were the kids proselytized and forced into converting to Christianity with that statement? Uh, uh, but Mr. Palumbo, you can't talk about religion, Mr. Palumbo. You brought up the golden rule, Mr. Palumbo, that's in the Bible. Anyway, uh, I think it's in the Bible. I've never read it. And that's a violation of church and state, Mr. Palumbo. So? Who cares if it's in the Bible? Did you know Buddha had a similar saying? So does Confucius. A similar saying. Treat others as you want to be treated. Yeah, but, uh, uh, what about you said pray? I said, let's pray. What is wrong with that? You don't have to. See, this is the thing. You don't have to do it, but you can think about it. Look, here's my point. For too long, ladies and gentlemen, we've allowed people to be offended and we've allowed these, these cry bullies to dictate what we can and can't say. And it gets replaced with nothing, or at least it gets replaced with nothing of substance. So today's Christmas statement in class would go something like this. All right, kids, have a fun holiday break. Get lots of presents. uh, Stay safe and uh, happy holidays and stuff. So what's wrong with that statement? Well, nothing. I mean, in so much that there's no meaning either way. But again, why are we celebrating this ambiguous, quote, holidays? Why are we encouraging folks to, you know, be happy about them? What are we being happy about? Do you guys see the point I'm trying to make here? For at least a hundred years, there has been an assault on our institutions and our traditions for whatever reason, and when these institutions and traditions are astro- destroyed, they're replaced with nothing. This a constant assault is now gone in the realm of basic functional reality itself. What is a family? Do I have a mom and dad? Am I a boy? How do I know I'm a boy? What's the difference between boys and girls? I'm confused. And we slip further into the nihilistic abyss. So how do we fight back? Well, simple. We continue to say Merry Christmas. We smile at the depressed purple-haired, pierced to the brim, sexually confused socialist at the supermarket. We look at them in the eye and we say Merry Christmas. We treat others as we want to be treated and we say Merry Christmas. We don't get offended when we're mocked by the keyboard communists When we say Merry Christmas, we don't shun people who are different from us politically or religiously or racially or any difference that the media and the corporates and the elites are trying to divide us. No, we smile at them, we're courteous to them, and we say Merry Christmas. You know, whether Jesus was born on December 25th or not, Christmas is the celebration of many good things. Glad tidings, you might say. And you don't have to be a Bible thumper to embrace those ideals. Peace, hope, love, goodwill towards your fellow man aren't political in and of themselves. In fact, embracing virtues is one of the ways humans separate ourselves from the rest of the animal kingdom. We have the ability to strive for something better. Let me say that again for people in the back wasting their life on TikTok. Peace, hope, and love and goodwill towards your fellow man aren't political or religious. And they certainly shouldn't cause offense. So in closing, I just want to say to those of us who still care about the world and where it's heading, we have two choices. We can do nothing and let nothing take over. You guys remember that never-ending story? I might have mentioned it. Remember never-ending story the movie? Remember that mysterious force, the nothing? It was like this crazy storm-like force that destroyed everything and left nothing but rocks and space in its wake. That's what we're dealing with here. We've got this ideology of nothing tearing down our civilization, and it's only going to get worse if we stand by and let it. So option two is fighting back, not with guns or torches or pitchforks, but with those tested ideas, those things our fathers gave us that worked. Traditions, practices, rituals, ideas. Values, things that brought prosperity and success and meaning. You know, we have to fight this meaninglessness with meaning. Every chance I got this year before school got out, I said to a student, Merry Christmas. I made it a point to say, Merry Christmas. I was not going to give in to this ambiguous, meaningless, happy holidays. And so, from me to you, from the bottom of my heart, here at Professor Liberty, I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone and have a Happy New Year. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating. If you give me a written review and email me, I'll send you a free Professor Liberty sticker. Don't hesitate to go to TeachersPayTeachers.com and look at Professor Liberty activities and lessons that you can buy Until next time, or shall I say until next year, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty.